This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... You know, my cousin's gay. Terry. Do you know Terry? Yeah, gay Terry. Yeah. Gay Terry. Everyone yeah. knows gay, gay Terry. Terry. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. And uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. I know a lot of you are getting the shows on Mondays. And uh, if that's the case... Then you're out, hopefully doing your barbecuing of your meats and whatnot. <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Have a hot dog for me. Yeah. Well, you know, I th- feel like the first go around we tried to do this, you went into like a ketchup thing. Like, what was up with the ketchup? You like ketchup on your hot dogs? I do like ketchup on my hot dogs. And I just read an article recently. Or the headline of an article, I should say. <laughs> Oh, were you researching for this show? It sounds like you were. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was saying is that apparently, like, somebody came out, like, some hot dog council or something. Hot dogs. Now, I could be wrong. Wait. Hashtag, we're not experts. Hold on a second. National Hot Dog Council. That's not a thing. <laughs> it might be. Google it. A, a, a National Hot Dog Council. It was just, like, people, Some somebody came out, like, that had to do with hot dogs and was like, you should not be putting ketchup on your hot dogs past the age of, like childhood and i think that's bullshit because i like ketchup on my hot dogs well you're a child i'm not a child well you put ketchup on your hot you put ketchup and macaroni and cheese no that's nasty kids do that that's disgusting do you like ketchup on chicken nuggets no Mm. there's there's a there's an occasion once in a while when i'll get chicken tenders and put ketchup on it instead of like oh so then once that's in a, a while yes. once in a while though i don't do it that often well thank god for that it's awful habit Whatever. Awful. You're not a five-year-old. I can eat whatever You're a full-grown man. <laughs> this is America, and I can eat. <laughs> I eat what I want, when I want, and where I want it. <laughs> Are you going to carry a cup of gravy I around with you? I might carry a cup of gravy. Oh, you know. That. Maybe I'll carry a cup of ketchup and put it on anything I want. You totally could do that if you feel like it. So, we got a lot to talk about this week. We do have a lot so, to talk about. So, let's get off your dirty dogs. <laughs> um, who's ready to be pissed off? I am. Are you? It kind of blows that I even have to ask that question. But in today's age, it seems like people aren't happy unless they have something to be upset about. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, and we just keep coming up with better and better ones as we get <laughs> get along in life. So, we all need a cause or something to fight for or against. The only thing is, most people don't want to do the real work to honor their beliefs. But before we get into that, let's all rally around something that the masses can get behind in a segment we like to call, what is it? 
You heard. There it is. is something that I heard fairly recently and I heard it on the Uptown D train at 34th Street and these people were getting on and they were talking about you know the recent news going on in North Carolina and you know kind of all over the country about this transgender bill and somebody said to another person they were both white and they both looked very buttoned up and conservative and one says we're gonna see rapes go up a lot more in bathrooms now <laughs> oh, I think I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know a lot of those bitches. <laughs> All right. Before we leave the hard segment, can I just say I feel like it might actually be safer because safety in numbers? Like, what do you think's going to happen? Like, you think that, like, you're going to go to, like, a nightclub or a restaurant or something like that, and then, like, you know some transgender guy in a dress or whatever is going to like go into a restroom filled with women and commit a rape. Like, like there's not going to be 16 drunk 20 year olds climbing all over this guy and tearing him to pieces. (laughs) If he tries to molest somebody like a scene from the planet of the apes, (laughs) like seriously, do you not see that as a, like, no, I just like when I hear people talk about it, I just, I don't picture like that at all. It's just like, they're going to go in the bathroom and they're going to use the bathroom and they're going to leave. Like who gives a shit? That's what most people use the bathroom for. Unless of course you're like in the middle of, you know, I guess like the middle of the country where there's just like, you know, roadside bathrooms and stuff like that. glory holes and stuff. Like, that's what they're... And that's the thing. That's what they're afraid of because they're afraid (sighs) of what they do. They're afraid of, like, what they themselves are doing. Right. Like, I literally just spent six hours watching bathroom rape videos and now this bill comes to light? (laughs) (laughs) It happens all the time. No, it does not happen all the time. I'm sorry to say it doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't. And that's kind of like in a segue into this week's show. So here we go. What have we become, Nikki? I think a nation of assholes. Well, here I have written down a society <laughs> that is insistent on labels. These these people, they want to put a label on everything, but they want to be politically correct about it in the same process. And I feel like either if you're going to put on a label on something, you're automatically not being politically correct because you're judging it. Right, exactly. It's kind of like when, when Tyler Durden, you know, <laughs> phrases a question, phrases a statement with, I'm not being a jerk. And then it's like, yeah, you are. And then it's like, but the but that what comes after the but is just like, wow, that was kind of like a jerk statement. <laughs> and it'll be something stupid, but like, still, it's a jerk statement. Right. But I, I feel like this particular instance is a prime example as to why people are voting for Trump in this year's election. Like, these people, they want to be bullies in a sense. But they don't want the consequences that come with it. So instead, they appoint someone who will be a bully for them. A person who will make all those outlandish comments they want to, but were too weak to do so. 
So the fact of the matter is that labels are not always a bad thing. They can help us identify traits when telling stories or describing a situation. However, not everything needs a label, such as the case with the current hashtags that made their way to trending social media, which were... Hashtag give Elsa a girlfriend and hashtag give Captain America a boyfriend. How lovely for you people to decide that. Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with our society at this point in time right now? Have we become so starved to have a representation and equality that we will do just about anything to tip the scales, including, like, destroy someone else's creation? Yeah, so you're looking at it like, you know, Captain America was created a certain way. And you're saying that, like, people trying to change the course of, like, what was the original vision for those characters? Yeah, exactly. Like, look, I guess some people aren't going to understand it. Like, it depends on, I think, what kind of mind you have. If you have a creative mind and you ever tried to, like, make a character up for a story, for a report, for a... For a book, for a movie, anything. You can't just, like, say, this is my character. And, you know, I'm going to give you such a little bit of information about him so that it reaches the masses. You have to give the person a backstory so people can relate to him. Right. And when something as established as Captain America has been around for forever... Years, like decades. He's been around for decades. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, you got somebody who's just you know, got an agenda axe sitting in their bedroom. They're sitting in their bedroom. They're pissed off at the world because up to this point in time, they've probably not done all that much. And they say, "Well, let's see. What inequalities am I facing today? (laughs) Let me just take to social media and just start banging out my ideas on why." Captain America would be a great gay superhero. And it's not like, you know, we're not saying we have a problem with gay superheroes because they're like, they've been around too. Like, you know, there's been characters that have skewed gay and that's great. My personal problem is why do you feel you need to couple anybody up? Like, can't Captain America just be Captain America? Can't Elsa just be Elsa? Like, why do we have, why do we as society have to see people in a relationship Right. Like this in this day and age, like with feminism and all of these things, why? Yes. Like, okay, fine. Like you want them to be more like, you know, equal rights, like gay versus straight. But why do they have to be in a couple anyway? Like, why does being in a couple define a character? Well, that's it. And here's another thought on it. If you're... (sighs) If you want to go and say it will make it will be a brave decision to make Captain America gay. Mm-hmm. Is it really a brave decision to have Captain America come out as gay? The fact of the matter is sexual orientation is not a bravery thing. You either are attracted to one sex or you're attracted to the other sex. Right. It's just uh, it's uh, you being who you are, which you should be anyway. And I feel like the sensationalism as far as what people want, like, to go and say, listen, we're going to take this guy 
and we're gonna I'll, I want to get in more into him like in the, in the next part but uh, you know we're gonna take this guy who's established already has a girlfriend and make him gay and it's kind of like well how the hell do you do that like if if you're gonna go and say you're going to turn Captain America gay and that's something that a bunch of people think is such a great idea then what you're saying is the fact that he had a girlfriend before this it was okay to cover that up for all these years because now you're you and it's like going no he shouldn't have had a cover-up that he was gay by having a girlfriend right right because that that signifies that like that almost gives credence to or not credence but it gives like power to the fact that like so many people had to be closeted like the people who you find that came out later in life after a whole family and they had you know marriage and like you we've seen stories you know on the news and stuff like that like you know dateline or whatever it is but like about people that like were married for x amount of years and then they came out and were like i've been gay this whole time like so that person was forced into a life that they knew that they weren't right for because of the strictures of of the norms like we have to see people like you're nothing unless you're in a couple you're nothing unless you're married you're nothing unless you have children like that's fucking bullshit True, true. But, you know, what I was trying to think of before as well was if you want to, like, make being gay mainstream and people are saying this is going to make gay, this going to make being gay mainstream. It's not. It's not going to make being gay mainstream. It's it's just not going to do it. What's going to basically make being gay mainstream is to see it the way it really is like the, I think that the problem with the Midwest that they have right now is just like the, the you know, the dual gender bathrooms, mm-hmm. the transgender bathrooms, as far as people going into these things and they're like just thinking the most debaucherous things are going to go on in these situations. And I think a lot of the people who are saying make Captain America gay, make Elsa gay, like they're they're saying, you know what? Let's put them in situations where they're like, you know, just out and about and proud and everything else. But in the same respect, I think it would be far more impactful, like, if you turned on a TV and saw, like, two guys sitting on the couch, like, hanging out, watching TV, holding hands on the couch. Like, it's, and you could say, like, oh, that's a couple. That doesn't bother me for whatever reason. And I'm doing debaucherous shit. They're just sitting on the couch watching TV like right. every other couple. But they don't want to do that. They just want something. They want to blow something out of a cannon. Right. Right. As opposed to just say, and, and it's going to freak people the fuck out. Like, and you know, we live in a bubble being in this city. And we said it so many times before that, like, you know, Seeing gay, like, it's not even just gay, just seeing anything of difference is not abnormal for us. Right, yeah, and it's just like, and that's the thing, like, because you get that, like, Midwest mentality of, like, okay, I live in this town, I'm, I only see people like me, I only work with people like me, and you don't get to see, like, in moving here, like, you know, you get to see so much diversity, and it's just like... <laughs> as soon as you walk as up soon the as you walk up the subway. Step, yeah, like, your first time, like, as soon as you come into the city in the first time, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And, like, you realize that, like, I'm and, and I'm not trying to, like, diminish, like, the things that are going on, like, socially and racially and things like that, but, like, you realize that, like, it's not that big a deal when something, like, when there's, like... 
something that happens like because there's so many people here and it's like you just kind of like hey we're all just going through this life together we're just getting through this thing called life in the city and we're all like we look different we believe in different things we act differently and it's like that's what it's about like it's just about each other just doing their own life yeah so it's like who are you in your milk white midwest town to think that like you can dictate what somebody else does yeah, and, you know, and I feel like a movie is very grandiose. Like, like it's a very huge first effort. And, and 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 it's not like it would be a new thing. Like, they're making it like, like you know, do these things because it's like these mainstream movies. Well, guess what? So many independent movies are made about the gay community. And if you're not sure about it, just look at all the award shows that happen throughout the years. Like... Right. There are so many gay movies that win awards. So it's not like people are just sweeping this under a rug. It just seems like. And maybe like these hashtags are just surfacing to like, because, you know, like I've never seen Frozen, like disclaimer. And like, I hate that song. Like, I think it's horrible. But like, that's (laughs) not me. Like, that's just me. But it was a huge phenomenon that it has been out for three years and people still sing the movie. Like I went to see the lion King and like they referenced it in the lion King on Broadway. So like it is so huge that like everybody can relate to that because even if you didn't see it, like I did, you know of it, you know who the characters are. So it's like, and everybody knows who Captain America is, whether or not you're a Marvel fan, whether or not, like, because it's just been in the world for so long the last few years. So it's like, I can kind of see that, like, okay, maybe, like, this is a campaign that's like, let's go after, not go after, but, like, let's try to, like, chain, use these as a vehicle to change people's minds. And you're not going to make change people's minds. Not like that. You need, if you want something to, like, stand behind, like, a character, then it's time for you to like create one. Oh, we're getting to that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and you know, I think, wasn't there like something where they were saying, like, wasn't there some campaign like a little while back where they were trying to make Captain America black? Who was the superhero they were trying to make black? I think it was Captain America. Yeah. And I think like, cause I think Chris Evans is like almost done with being Captain America. Right. And you know, they were trying to diversify. Yeah. But I, and I don't remember, like, I think, I think it's in a lock. I don't remember for sure, though. I know that there was a lot of talk about it. And I, and I just remember thinking, like, and, and this is going back a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, you're going to take somebody who's been around since World War II and just change his ethnicity. Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I feel like if it was any other race, they would be flipping the fuck out right now. Right, right. Like, <laughs> if it was like if we took like a character and made it white, that would like is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like every time, like, and, and we do it because we're idiots. It's like when we do like the Last Samurai and like have you know, what's his name, uh, fucking Tom Cruise, like come out on screen as the Last Samurai, and it's like going, you were dude, the whitest person like ever. Yeah, it's like that's not the Last Samurai. Like you just took. A story that could have been filmed and been such a good movie, but you forced culture on something that you had no right forcing culture on, well, and you it, destroyed it. And it's the same thing with like you know like the like and it's been huge like the whitewashing of you know Hollywood and stuff with like 
how um like what, what's his name cameron crow made that movie aloha and like it was supposed to be it, it's set in hawaii and it's like this main character is supposed to be this like hawaiian and it's like emma stone who's like extremely white so like you know and like so the asian community as they should have been yeah like and like the asian community like as they should have like they were pissed about that and then scarlett johansson being cast in the ghost in the shell which is like a japanese anime like and right we we do it other cultures get pissed off and then they're at the same time they're campaigning to do the same exact thing as opposed to just being like Captain America's white. The, you know, because that Hawaiians was what the ta- usually aren't. <laughs> because, but that, like, Cap- like, Captain America was set in a time when that's just what it was. So it's not like, oh, it's racist because he's, he's white now. It's just, that's just what he was built as back when he was created. Right. It's similar to, like, saying, like, hey, you know, it would be awesome if, like, we had Keanu Reeves play Black Panther. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? It would be awesome. It would be awesome because he's amazing and I love him in anything that he does. Black Panther? No, Keanu Reeves. Oh. But. Well. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, and I mean, man, like when we saw Captain America Civil War, I was so excited about Black Panther. Like, I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing story. And it's definitely time that there are black superheroes, that there's Asian superheroes, that there's superheroes that aren't white. Like, I'm all for that. Absolutely. But me saying that, like, I don't think Captain America should be made into anything but the Captain America that we know, like, that doesn't make me racist. It's just like, you've got to respect the people who created these things. Well, that's what it all comes back to, is like, you didn't do it. Somebody else already, like, had established something. You can't go in and change it now. You can't you can't go in and take an iPhone and, you know, slap a Google sticker on it and now say it's a Google phone. <laughs> Like, it's not going to happen. Like, can we do that? Like, I just invented this. Yes, this is mine now. My logo's right here, as you can see. <laughs> but, you know, my thing with the Captain America thing also is, if you change him to a gay character, aside from being like, look what you did, like, you know, like, you've, you've really brought, you know, homosexuality to the forefront of conversations. Eh, aside from that, is he fighting crime better because he's gay? Like I like I don't understand the benefit of turning him gay outside of the fact of just to say that he's gay. Right. It, yeah. And I mean, like, because you know what? If he is, then like, there's going to be a lot of kids that aren't going to get to see Captain America comics because their parents aren't going to buy them for them because they're not going to be able to identify with that and approve, quote unquote, of that type of lifestyle. Blah blah blah. Like, y- you know what I mean? Right. But but I could see that. Maybe not, well, definitely not Captain America, because as we said, he's established. But if somebody else came up with a gay character, like, and, you know, the passion in it, I get the passion in it, because everybody wants something relatable. Everybody wants to have a character they can look at and be like, I understand that, because I understand that culture, I understand that religion, I understand that, whatever it is, that sexual orientation. Like, James Bond, you you know, when you go into a James Bond movie, being a white male like i can look at the screen and be like going man i would want to be that guy he is suave he like gets all those cool gadgets hot chicks everywhere like so you would not be able to identify with the black james bond it's not that i wouldn't be able to identify with the black james bond but i think that 
now that there's a black James Bond in the works. That, well, not really. Possibly. I, possibly. Well, Daniel Craig got to make up his goddamn mind as to what his job is in life. But, like, a lot of people, like, I mean, I think I am behind the campaign a thousand percent that Idris Elba should be, like, Idris Elba should be in every movie because he is so magnetic and he is fantastic. And, like, the fact that he wasn't the first choice, like, pisses me off. But why, but why would it be okay for them to like switch Captain America from straight to gay or from white to black, but be okay for people to switch James Bond from white to black. Because it's just a dip because I think it's such a fantastical. I think it's the same thing. It, yeah. It's the it exact is. same thing. But I think that, but I get it in a way though. Because I can see black people relating to it. Like, when I watch James Bond, it's strictly—it's like when you and I had this conversation the other night. We are not people who are going to get private jet flights to, like, you know, remote tropical islands <laughs> and, you know, and drinking martinis, like, you know, every Sad. three hours, you know. Which is what I would love, thank you. Of course you would. <laughs> but we're not those people. That's not our lifestyle. But when you see somebody who looks like us having that lifestyle, even if it's just for a little bit, when you leave a theater, you're like, oh, man, I aspire to be that. And I feel like having a person like that of a different culture, of a different sexual orientation makes total sense. But why would you even want to take something that's already established as opposed to making something else up? Like, why would you want it to be James Bond just because it's James Bond? Because, quite frankly, that whole James Bond story is as old. It's older than I am, for Christ's sake. Well, yeah, but so, and I think like that's the beauty of it because like you can customize it to be. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I think you raise like a really valid point. To be honest, like, what's the difference? Right. We're like, and honestly, to be honest with you, I don't really care about any of it all. No. Like, you know, if you, fine, you know, I think it's great because love is love. Let everybody do what you want. But like, st- like, stop making everything a thing. Stop labeling things. We can't do it. We can't do it. And, and you know, and you just think of it like this. When one of those segments of those James Bond movies came out and... I guess Vin Diesel sat there crying in his corner one night saying, nobody's coming to me asking me to be James Bond. He said that? No, but somebody (laughs) came to him and said, let's make you triple X, which is basically a new James Bond. Oh my God, shut up, Tom. But what I'm saying is it's the same premise. Freaking triple X is the exact same premise as James Bond, only in a more modern day. So at that point in time, when they were creating that that particular storyline and they were creating that world, there was your chance to throw a black character in. It was something that wasn't established. It was brand new. So these people said, look, we're never going to get Vin Diesel to play James Bond, but we can get Vin Diesel to play Triple X because nobody knows what the fuck Triple X is. <laughs> And then now all of a sudden Vin Diesel is making a James Bond movie under a different name. Why couldn't they just made that with something else? You know I love Don Cheadle. Oh my God, Don Cheadle's fantastic. If they had a Don Cheadle James Bond, 
like type movie. And they just called it like, I don't know. Cheatling. Triple Z. Yeah. Triple Cheatle. Triple Cheatle. <laughs> <laughs> like if it was something like that, you know, it's not like there aren't like respectable black actors and it's not like there aren't like other options down the road, but like people aren't going after those options. It's just easy to say, I'll take yours. Don't you think? Right. Like, it's just like, I don't want to create something. I just want to like. Just take something already established. And then, yeah. And and that, and as a creative, you know, that's kind of like insulting that like. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck do you get off? Like Ian Fleming did not write James Bond to be black. But we do we know that he just wrote a character. So like it could be open to interpretation because Ian Fleming was a book for like, you know, Ian Fleming wrote books for so like it could be. And maybe Anybody. he did. Maybe he did. But I feel like at the point where they were developing movie rights, if you felt so strongly about it that that character was a completely different ethnicity about it, and your moral being is to like say, I want equality, then you say the character's black or I'm not down for this. Or you get your payday and then you say, the next movie I make, is going to be based on a black character because I've now established myself. But what you don't do is say, man, I'm all in for this fight. And then they come to you and they say, we're going to write this check, but we're going to change the orientation of your character in some way. You don't just, you know, say, well, that's my only option. That's my only option. And I'm never, ever going to try again. I'm just going to like cash this paycheck and be done with it. Right? Okay, I guess. <laughs> Let's go to Elsa for a second. <laughs> Let's. As far as Elsa, I'm sure it wouldn't take too much surfing to find illustrations of her with a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, and isn't that, like, isn't that something that, like, maybe should be addressed, like, before the, like, freaking, like, oh, my God, bathroom shit? Like, right. people that are actually, like, the creepers that are making, like, Disney porn. Because believe me, I've seen it. Everybody's seen Disney <laughs> porn. It's just, what like, it doesn't make a difference because just today, looking for the graphics for this show, if you type in, like, you know, you know, Elsa fan art, like, what do you think is going to come up? Because I hate to tell you, a lot of her fans aren't little kids. <laughs> and if they are, they got some mad drawing skills. <laughs> but did you ever think that maybe that she just wants to keep her personal life private as a character? And that's why you don't see her like, you know, just skipping around with a girlfriend in these movies, perhaps? No, because the Disney mentality is that somebody's going to die, but we're all going to reach a happy ending. Okay. And it's always and and it's usually a story where a female character is the damsel in distress. The male character comes and saves her. Like even in Lion King, Nala found Simba after all those years because she went to hunt to save, like to find food for the pride. And then Simba swoops in and comes back and stands and he's king. And like, believe me, this is my favorite movie. And like, this is my like one of my favorite movies, Lion King. And it's always the same story. Like, somebody dies, and then a man comes and rescues a woman. Yeah, but it's a formula from the 1950s that of has never been updated. Of course it is. And, like, so... If, like, so then to fi- redefine your stories, Disney, 
Well, that's it. I don't care if Elsa has a girlfriend. I don't even think... I don't even care about Elsa, period. No, no, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I think even kids, like, you know, my nieces, they'll 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 watch Frozen. They love Disney. Oh, my God, shit. they loved Frozen, yeah. But, like, if Elsa had a girlfriend, I don't even think they would pick up on it. It would not mean anything to them at all like, that Elsa had a girlfriend. They would just see it as, like, Elsa has a friend. It's a girl. That's it. Just like when they see like a boy and a girl in a movie, they're like, oh, that's a princess. That's a prince. It's a boy and a girl. Right. Or a girl and a girl. Because or I a think, guy yeah. Like, because they're not going to understand like the nuances of what it means. Like, this person's going to, like, they're going to get married and they're going to have children and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Like, they're not thinking that because that's. Some like because when you're that young, you don't know what happens when Prince Charming and whoever he's with, who is he with? Who's Prince Charming with? Beauty? Snow White? Snow White? Maybe. I don't know. One of those. I don't know. One of them. Like, they all fucking look the same. They really do. <laughs> they're, they're all wearing very flamboyant clothes. Why don't you make some Disney men gay for crying out loud? Like, not Captain America, but cartoon guys. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, they do they even understand, like, what happens when the prince, quote-unquote, comes to rescue the damsel in distress? No, they just know that it's just a story. So it's like... It's the parents. It's the parents. And, like, the hashtags are for pissing off the parents who would be uncomfortable with that. I agree with that. And I also feel like it's people who feel that they're not being represented enough. And this is a way to make it happen. I feel like that's a lot of it. I think so too. And the, you know, and and they have, and I totally get that they don't like they shouldn't feel represented because they're not. Well, they're, they're absolutely not. Look, look. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. Man, going to art school, I would say ninety-eight percent of my class was gay. I'm not even kidding. Like the majority of people in art school when I went, I don't know what it's like now because it's been. A long time but they were gay outright there are enough creative gay people in the world to create everything if they want they create movies books everything do it do right, it right be like that's where you need to turn your energy and just you have the power in you do it create that be be that like make let that be your your stance you know Again, going back to like the beginning statement, it's like people want people deep down inside, even people who say, look, I just do everything good. Everybody has that darkness in them to the point where they're like going, you know what? Like, I see how you're being treated, but you don't necessarily see the way I'm treated on a personal level. Like, you can't just you can't just look at like a one race and say that's how they all are. You can't look at us and say, well, you know, you're white and privileged. And it's right. like, because we are the least privileged people. I would give people. anything to be white and privileged. <laughs> at this point in time, I'm seriously ready to be black and poor. I mean, I don't really think it's that much of a step down. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I've, I've run across like a lot of people who have disliked me because just based on the sole color of my skin. And yes, that is a tale as old as time for the black community. But give me an example of whenever I've treated anybody of any race or creed ignorantly, whenever I've done anything, whenever I've judged anyone like that. And like until you see how they like you, you judging me that way 
is just as bad as me thinking you're like everybody else that's bad in your race. Just like you think I'm the epitome of what's bad with my race. And there's a lot of stuff that's bad. There's a lot of people that I know that I'm just like very uncomfortable around anymore that I grew up with, that I've spoken to Why? And about what because as far as what just like their their stances it's like i just can't agree with it anymore they didn't grow right because they still live in that white bread world and like and i try to tell those people that not mentioning any names never gonna happen never mentioning names never and it's happen. just like you know and it's like they get so violent they get so upset like how can you say that like this and this and this and it's just like because you don't i can't explain it to you because you don't know what it's like to not live in a world where everybody looks like you Right, and that's not the real world. Not if you, not if you want to grow as a person. You cannot be with your own kind, and all of a sudden just be like, you know, think you're learning because you can't. You can only learn so much from yourself before right. you have to reach outside of it, and that's just what it is. You know, Jesse and I were talking about this. My coworker, mm-hmm. um, he was because I, 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 I kind of pooled him and Pari, another mm-hmm. coworker. And I asked them both today. I was like going, hey, listen, I'm getting preparing for a show. This is what it's going to be on these two hashtags, turning characters gay and whatnot. And Pari is a little bit older. She's like uh, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I mentioned it to her, she was like, I think it's great that they're making the hashtags. And I hope that they get Elsa and Captain America to be gay. And I was like, okay. And then she kind of sat there for a minute and she's like, what's your opinion? And I'm like, I'm not giving my opinion. I just want your opinion on it. And I'm like, because (laughs) I, I, you know, I I don't want to turn this into necessarily a debate with you. I just want to get an idea of what your thoughts are on it because I have strong thoughts on it as well. And then she's like, come on, what is it? And at that point is when Jesse walked in. So we heard my part of it, which was basically, you know, I'm all for a gay character. 100 percent i i'm i'm shocked that there is not one like and if there was gonna be one i'm shocked that it wasn't batman and robin like i I, like seriously i can't because i mean who better than as soon as they put ben affleck in that role i'm like here he is he's coming out he's coming out now it's the the only thing that's gonna save this franchise is if ben affleck actually comes out as gay batman because (laughs) good lord that thing just did not do as good as they wanted it to but you know i was like it's just strange that you want to take something from somebody else and transform it like i feel like i feel like the gay community has always been the open community because it had to be because it was subjected to so much over the years right so like they're always the compassionate ones not not always lesbians so much i don't know sometimes (laughs) they're a lot more militant than like gay men are but for the most part as as a sexually orientated group they are the, definitely by far more compassionate than straight people are because, and again, this is generalizing, but, you know, your first thought of the normal straight white person on the street is, you know, I either have no opinion on something or I have a strong opinion on something. There's no middle. Right. Your normal thought on a gay person is, they have an opinion on everything. It might not be, you know, necessarily positive, negative, but they'll be able to, they're very well educated. They'll back it up. They'll mm-hmm. explain why and stuff like that. There's compassion behind it. 
So for them to like come in and just be like, you know, we're going to come in and take something that already exists and change it to something else is kind of strange because it's kind of changing just for someone else's agenda, which is something that they have always been victim to over for, for years, forever. Right. Up till recently. And and now they're like, oh, well, we're ready to do this now to somebody else. And it's kind of like, why would you revert to that kind of action at this point in time? Right. And Jesse all of a sudden jumped in and was like, you know, they want to people want to turn these two mainstream characters gay. And we live, you know, so actually our work area was so close to like a very, very well, I mean, the whole city is very like a lot of gay communities in the city mm-hmm. but like go by broadway we you know more during the day when actors and actresses are coming out and stuff like that in the village and he's like going they're like some of the most densely gay popular areas in the whole country right and you're not seeing like crazy deviant behavior on the screen where it's kind of like you know what we got to do we got to start making characters gay and start making them be more affectionate and stuff like that and jesse was like you don't see gay couples being affectionate just like you don't see straight couples being affectionate. Right. Because you don't need to prove it if you're in a relationship. Be out on the street and be like, you know, making out with somebody or... Sure. And I mean, like, and that does happen and stuff. But I mean, like, it's just... It's just the reality is people are living their lives without making these grand political statements. And it's just a normal thing. So create a movie that's geared toward that which is bringing us up to our last point which is what get off your soapboxes people (laughs) that's what it is if you want to i'm offended by that statement as you should (laughs) i I hope i offend everyone tonight i don't think i'm offending anybody i think we're just two people that are just like trying to come to terms with like what the hell's going on out there ah god damn it we definitely offended somebody then (laughs) (laughs) so if you want a gay character create one you lazy fucktards (laughs) like I get it, though. It's not about creating something. It is about someone else doing it for you. And it's representing what you believe in while you dictate directions through hashtags on social media. Meanwhile, while you are fighting for a little more gayness in your imaginary world, back here in reality, people are being beat up because they're not identifying with the proper bathroom signs. Maybe that should be your battle of the sexes, since blood is literally being spilt over this issue. Why not use... This hashtag, stop senseless violence, instead of hashtag, get Captain America a boyfriend or get Elsa a girlfriend. <laughs> no? Yeah, I think so. Oh, good lord, man! Should we do a did you know? I think we should. Let's do it. Are you happy that we're gonna do a did you know? Because then you could press eject button. It's like. <laughs> Because it's got to be a weird subject for you because you are literally the queen of the gays. I used to be. There was a time in my life where I was the queen of the gays. You really were. And I miss being that. I miss I miss being, I miss having friends like that. Like, just, you know, I miss having gay friends. Is it gay friends or just friends in general? I think that's the problem. Ouch, <laughs> very ouch. Get to it, did you know, you dickhead? You know, when you live in the city, things become a lot different. I mean, even your friends... You just don't have time to do anything. It's not like when you live in the, in Pennsylvania like we used to and you could just like be like, 
all right, well, I'm going to go in the town. While I'm there, I'm going to run into like three people that I know in a Walmart. Yeah. I might get invited to like a, a barbecue. Walmart. Yeah, thank you for like, because <laughs> that's what I did. Like I just hung out at the Walmart down oh, the line. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were making so much money that you were tar- shopping at the Targets all the time. <laughs> I split between. I split my time between the two. You have to when you're on a budget. But the fact that... You are being very fucking rude right now. All right, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, no matter where you run, you'll run into people that you know. Yes? And then... (laughs) I'm going to throw rocks at you. And then, after you run into people you know, you you get invited out places, you go do things, whatever. Here, you might run into somebody that you know on a sidewalk, but... You're not inviting them over, most likely. No, because, you know, because people don't invite people over here. No, you don't hang like out. Like you meet out at a bar and then you go your separate ways. Yes. And I think that that's like a very weird situation as well because it's kind of like, you know, you're all leaving at the same time but going different places. Whereas it used to just be like one group would leave and, you know, you'd have your host. Whatever. I don't really all care right. about this. <laughs> I was like, what are you? I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> So you get to do you know. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Did you know? According to Pew Research, because we love to quote we, out like we the do big love, boys. we do because we're not experts, but they are. Yeah. So let's let's see what Pew Research has to say. Forty <laughs> percent of cell phone owners use a social networking site on their phones, and twenty eight percent do so on a typical day. Young people. Blacks, Hispanics, the highly educated, and those with a higher annual household income are more likely to use social networking sites on their phones than other groups. Okay. That thing, I swear to God, they listed just about every group except for poor people, and those people can't afford anything outside of a flip phone. Yeah, they're using burners. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, good. So you're saying anyone that uses a phone is more likely (laughs) to use. Good. Great job, Pew. We really appreciate the effort thrown into that part. In most, in the most recent statistics, seventy-four percent of women were users of social networking site compared to sixty-two percent of men. Okay. Are you interested by that? I am. Okay. Well, you're a woman, so you should be. Yes, and I'm gonna go make dinner now for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> send the feminist hate mail now. Like, right. Okay. <laughs> I do not cook. That's oh, that was an inside joke. <laughs> let's just say someone bought sandwiches over dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So between February in 2005 and August 2006, which seems like a pretty long time ago, um, (laughs) the use of social networking sites amongst young adult internet users ages 18 to 29 jumped from 9% to 49%. In a year? In one year. Wow. So that's got to be like up there now because that was quite some time ago. Yep. But I think that was like the year that they go put on record like this is where everything changed, changed was yeah. like back then the seismic shift mm. do social networking sites isolate people and tyrannicate their relationships Ooh, that was a good word tyrannicate you know as i was getting close to it i saw it out of the corner of my eye and i'm like holy shit here comes a big one is it t- <laughs> how do you spell it um t-u no t-r-u-n-c-a-t-e <laughs> it's tourniquet. 
It's truncate. It? Truncate. Well, we could just pick up different names for these words. I don't really care I one like way or the other. I like tyrannicate. I spelled it T-Y-R-A-N-N-I-C-A-T like a tyranny. Is it a, is it a right word? I don't know. Well, let's just... We're not experts. Fuck let's it. Let's just call it tyrannicate. Tyrannicate. Their relationships. Or are there benefits isolated with being connected to others in this way? In November of 2010, we, we of Pew Research. I was like, because, we did this too? Well, we Pew this? Research wrote the report that I'm reading to you right now. <laughs> we, we, we read the report. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we got to give us a little credit. <laughs> so, examined whether social networking sites. Um, oh, my God. It goes on forever like this. What the hell? They explored whether people's overall social networks and how the use of these technologies is related to trust, tolerance, social support, community, and political engagement. Man, that's a lot of words. And they have found that social networking sites are increasingly used to keep up with cl- to keep up with close social ties. Okay, I, yeah, I totally get it with that. The average user of a social network site has more close ties and is half as likely to be socially isolated as the average American. Which I'm not really sure if I agree with that one so much. The socially isolated? Yeah. Why? Well, I feel like, I don't know. Well, for, personally, me personally. I'm Mario Lopez. I'm not like hanging out with people all that much. Like <laughs> I go to work, I come home. If I want to like catch up on the world, I'll go on social networking sites just to see like what's happening. And then I shut down and I'm like basically locked into this hell house. It is fucking hot, like balls. It is so hot in this house right now. So hot, it is ridiculous. I am already wishing summer 2016 a fond fuck you. I am really, really hoping that the person who listens to this show this week, up to this (laughs) point in time, (laughs) they realize how much we are dedicated to this for not turning on the air conditioning and completely fucking up the sound again (laughs) for a third week in a row. Oh, ouch. There's Tom giving a dig. Oh, snap. Facebook users. This is why men should be in charge of electronics. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here with my martini and pearls, thank you, because that's the fucking life I really want. Thanks a lot, feminism. You should just write. Your, your hashtag should be say no to feminism. <laughs> because if, so, if a guy could come in and we would just, oh, my God, man. How about like when we went to a comedy club? Like uh, the other night, the yeah. Other night. Um, and while we were there, this guy like did like the whole joke on feminism, and his his thing was, which was so awesome. And I'm not gonna do the joke because it's it's his joke, right? But the basic premise was is that feminism is just a way of treating a really smart, um, smart, what is it, abled woman. Chivalry. He was saying chivalry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As Sh- retarded as possible. Right. Like, like and the be- more retarded you treat them, like the more like they uh, you know, the more they appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> but you still better open a fucking door for me. All right. You know, you might want to like lift little dumbbells once in a while. You can open up your own door like everybody else. You got strong arms. You could open up that door if you needed to. <laughs> I, I could get it. Know. I get it if we're going through like one of those, you know, 
what are those? Those revolving, revolving doors. doors. Yeah, that I get. Because even I don't want to do that. Like, just like to touch it. Oh, my God. I usually God. use my forearms or my elbows when I go through, and I look, like, completely ridiculous, but... I try to use the palm of my hands because I know a hobo touched it before I did, and I don't want my fingertips to touch it because that's what I feel like I touch my face with and stuff, and I don't want no hobo stuff on me. as soon as I touch something that's disgusting, like, I feel that I get a f- itch on my face. <laughs> and then I usually use my shirt, like I'm the person that you see on the train, like using their shirt to like scratch their face. And you do it up by the collar, so when you lift it, like your belly just kind of hangs out. Yeah, so that's like yeah. what happens to me on the train. And, and I look down, I'm like, I feel like I punished you more. <laughs> <laughs> like this is what you've done, you scumbag people, with your dirty hands, your sticky hands. You made me have to show you my little bowl of oatmeal with the, <laughs> with the <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, is this still going? It's just not, not too much more. <laughs> Facebook mu- Facebook users are more trusting than other people, which I also don't find because I feel like Facebook is just like uh, I feel like at, depending on what age group you're in, it could either be like the golden years of hey, let's see like what's happening with like the kids and the grandkids, yeah, or it could be just like a cesspool of lies and deceit. <laughs> Like it really, really depends where you're coming. Yeah, in like I feel thing. like it's it's more like because you have more space to like rant about things and stuff. So, um, this one's interesting. Facebook users are much more politically engaged than most people. Well, yeah, because you have more space to get your points across. Mm-hmm. And um, Facebook revives dormant relationships. Mm-hmm. It says that, and I feel like I have people who I were friends with for so long, who, like, every couple of months I might reach out and be like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I think that's true because, like, (laughs) they pop up or, like, you see them in your feed or, like, somebody that you went to high school with because it pops up in, like, hey, you said you went to, you were in this class, like, you were the class of 95, so it brings up other people who have that. So you're like, oh, my God, we were friends in high school. How are you? Like, yeah, I think I totally get that. Yeah, but in the same respect, what it doesn't say is those dormant relationships go back to dormant pretty quickly pretty quickly right i mean like you didn't keep in contact with this person for a reason <laughs> that's right <laughs> so what does this all mean calling for a change on social networking sites really can make a difference it is a way that ideas can be transferred from one group to another faster than ever before true but before we become an electronic lemming society ooh, you love using lemmings as examples i really do man have you ever even seen a lemming? In the video game. A vi- there's a video game about lemmings? Yes. And you just kind of yes. like, you have to like make a march all around like this little board. And then like at some point, like you get forced to go straight and go off the side of a mountain. And they all like follow and they all just scream as they go off. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. What? Who made this video game? I don't know. Like some programmer guy. But, like, who made it? Was it, like, a Nintendo game, a Sega game, a PlayStation game, an Atari? PC. Nerd. Whatever. (laughs) (sighs) Let me go back again. So, before we become an electronic lemming society... Lemming. And I'm only repeating it because I know you love it. I know. Lemming. Try to separate thoughts from agendas. One is open to making the world a better place. The other one explains our choices in the upcoming election here in the States. (laughs) And that is this week's, do you want to say it? Long ass did you know. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Did you know? Before we go, I'd like to make it clear that I am not against gay people. 
but I am against the idea that you can take someone else's creation and change it to fit your personal agenda. If Captain America was written as a white straight male, then that's what he is. If you want to see more black characters, more gay characters... As there should be. Make one up. Too many people argue that there is not enough diversity in, t- in entertainment. Publishers and studios won't greenlight projects with people of different ethnicities or sexual preferences. To them I say, why would you want those people involved in your projects in the first place? We are in a time where if you have good ideas, and it is truly a good idea, you can find so many outlets outside of the traditional methods to self-produce what you believe in. But if you choose to steal in the name of your ideology, then your premise is corrupt at the root, and for that reason, you can't be surprised when you feel the heat of the blowback that will surely come. Bam. I think that's it for my rant. (laughs) (laughs) You have anything else? I think I'm going to just say I'm done. (laughs) (sighs) Now let's get that damn air conditioning on. Please. Oh, my God. And, and have snacks. It's snack it's time. time. It's snack time. <laughs> All right, peeps. That was this week's show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to find out more about us, check out our site at highregardshow.com. And, of course, you can always email us at highregardshow at gmail.com. And join the conversation on all social media outlets as High Regard Show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy Memorial Day. Good night. <laughs>